So in any case, uh, I'm going to pick up from where I left off. We're at the last ayah of Surah Al-Asr, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاسَوْا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاسَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ With the exception of those who believed and did good deeds, I'm, I'm oversimplifying translation right now, with the exception of those who believed and did good deeds, counseled one another to the truth and counseled one another to perseverance or to patience. In that, we talked the last time about faith, those who believed and those who did good deeds. We kind of elaborated those two things together just a little bit. Now I want to take a concluding comment on those two things and then move on. يَقْتَرِنُ الْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحِ بِالْإِيمَانِ فِي الْقُرْآنِ الْكَرِيمِ نَحْوَ خَمْسًا وَسَبْعِينَ مَرَّةً مَعَ الْوَعَدِ وَالْبُشْرَةِ The Qur'an actually mentions faith and good deeds together about 75 times. So the connection between faith and doing good is actually a very strong one across the entire Qur'an. And as it's mentioned, what comes with it is al-wa'ad, meaning Allah has promised people like that success. Wal-bushra, He mentions good news for them. بِأَنَّ مَنْ يَعْمَلَ صَالِحًا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنْ فَلَا يَخَافُ ظُلْمًا وَلَا هَضْمًا That you know, someone who can do good deeds while holding on to their faith, that kind of a person is never going to be afraid of being wronged, nor are they ever going to be, you know, all their deeds are going to be absorbed. وَلَا كُفْرَانَ لِسَعِيهِ Quran will tell us that there's no, the efforts that they made will never be denied them. That even if you didn't achieve results, the fact that you made efforts is actually something Allah will acknowledge in and of itself. I like to remind especially students that are studying Islam or Arabic or, you know, Quran or things like that. It may be that, you know, you don't know how to pronounce Quran properly. And you're trying to learn how to do that and everybody else in class got way ahead of you and you're way behind. You can't get the ayn out of your system. You're still saying, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytwanir rajeem. And you can't say, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytwanir rajeem. And it's gone six months and you're still like, A'udhu, A'udhu, A'udhu. And your teacher, your sheikh is just plucking his hair out going, A'udhu. And you're saying, A'udhu. It's just not working for you. But you're trying and nobody else sees results except Allah because to Allah the effort is the result. And so those efforts, even if nobody else saw results for them, are in fact rewarded with Allah. And by the way, on that note, I also wanted to mention people, even Muslims, can be very cruel. Uh, so they may not acknowledge things that you do. Like people, being appreciated is really, really hard. And for some reason, for Muslims, it's really hard to appreciate others. Very easy to criticize though, but really hard to appreciate. It's kind of a thing we have. Right, that's the only thing we have ijma' on, I think, in this ummah right now. <laughs> right? Hard for us to appreciate, very easy for us to criticize, right? to, to find fault in, in another, etc. But just because you do efforts, like you, know, you volunteered at a masjid or something, or helped out somewhere, and nobody thanked you, nobody acknowledged your efforts, nobody came up and you know, kind of appreciated you, and you feel like, well, my, I'm not wanted here, I'm, not, I'm never going to do this again. Well, that's just the thing. Maybe Allah surrounded you with unappreciative people to make sure that you are clear to yourself. You never do this so that you're acknowledged by people, even though it feels good. And even though that's not a bad thing. The Prophet ﷺ would acknowledge people all the time. It's a sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ to acknowledge people, the efforts they make. That doesn't mess up their intentions. Like, you know, some of us have this super, we're more religious than Islam itself. So we have this thing, you shouldn't appreciate someone or praise somebody because it'll go to their head and their intentions are going to get messed up or they're going to, you know, and, and somebody says, mashallah, good job to you and you're like, astaghfirullah, I only do this for Allah. Don't, no, 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 no. Like, chill out, dude. The Prophet ﷺ would praise, for example, the zuhud. Abu Dhar Ghifari, he'd praise his zuhud. He'd praise his spirituality. Like of all the things that you, if, you, if, and if he's super spiritual, then you should be really uncomfortable that you're praising his spirituality. Like, no, 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 I'm not a spiritual person, I'm a nobody. 
And he said, if anybody wants to see the, spiritual, the spirituality of Jesus, they should look at him. That's what he said about him, right? So that's, that's a remarkable thing to say. But the idea is acknowledging others is actually a sunnah of the Prophet But on the other hand, if you're on the, the not-so-receiving end of it, you're doing stuff and it just never gets acknowledged. You do things for your family, it doesn't get acknowledged. You do things for your in-laws, it doesn't get acknowledged. You do things for friends and it doesn't get acknowledged. You did things for them all these years and none of it got acknowledged as though you've done nothing for them. If that happens to you, doesn't matter, whatever you did, Allah will never let any of that go to waste. And he's gonna, such a person is going to have the most beautiful compensation that they can't even imagine. It's the superlative use, the most beautiful, and is going to be given a good life. May Allah grant us all a good life. And of course, uh, what Binta Shate, I'm, I'm taking this straight out of Binta Shate's work, who's a genius when it comes to the study of the Quran and what she does, what I really appreciate about her work is that when she'll take a phrase in a surah of the Qur'an, she'll survey the entire Qur'an and see how does Allah use this phrase everywhere. And summarize it and say, well here's how Allah talks about this. And she did that with alladhina amanu wa amilu salihat, like faith in good deeds. And she says, well overall, here's how God talks about, Allah talks about people who have faith and try to do good things. Here's what it is in one short paragraph. وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَيَعْمَلُونَ الصَّالِحَاتِ وَقَلِيلٌ مَاهُمْ and so she's going to combine all of Allah's different commentaries from different places in one phrase. So I'll translate that for you. Those who believe in Allah and do good, good things, do the few good things asked of them, and how few they are, لا خوفٌ عليهم ولا هم يحزنون They're not going to have fear hovering over them, nor are they going to be the ones riddled with grief. They're going to have the highest of ranks. And they're going to have compensation that's their own, waiting for them with their master. And they're going to have noble compensation, meaning they'll be dignified as they're being given compensation. They're going to have a grand compensation, a massive compensation, one that will never be discontinued, a reward and an acknowledgement that will never go away. What is Qun Karim? And they're going to have forgiveness. They're going to have dignified uh, provision, meaning their housing, their clothing, their food. All of it is going to be like an award ceremony for them. What is Qun Karim? And Allah will actually give them, he will, he will establish them in the land and He will leave them behind to take care of the earth. You know, Allah describes in some places that at the end of it all, it's only the The earth shall be inherited by my righteous slaves. So Allah will promise them eventual, you know, uh, victory in the land. And Allah will enhance them even from His own favor. One of my favorite benefits of being from this group of people, Allah will put Ar-Rahman, meaning the most loving, caring one, will place for them implying place for them in the hearts of others intense love. Like Allah will make others love you. And that they won't even know where that love came from. It's not from them, Allah put that in their hearts. They will make dua for you, they will feel a softness towards you. And Allah sometimes does that even in the hearts of enemies of Allah. Allah put a love of Musa in the heart of Fir'aun. You know? So... This, this, I, I cast onto you a special love that comes from me. Meaning anybody who saw you just fell in love with you. Allah here says, And these are the best of all creatures. 
And these are these are the best of all creatures. These are the people of heaven. Congratulations to them. Tuba lahum and the best to them. Husna ma'ab. And what a what an amazing place to go back to. It's also interesting that in the Quran you find the opposite of faith is two things. The opposite of iman is either shirk or it's kufr, right? The opposite of iman is either you know people who believe and people who do shirk, or people who believe versus people who disbelieve. So it's either the mu'minun. On the opposite end, it's either al-mushrikun or al-kafirun. Those are the two groups. But what's really remarkable about these deeds is that in a couple of places in the Quran, the opposite of shirk is actually people who do good deeds. Instead of being people who believe, it's people who do good deeds. Which is Allah's way of saying that believing and doing good things are interchangeable and one, one side of the, or two sides of the same coin. So Allah says, for example, فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا وَلَا يُشْرِكْ بِعِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا He should do good deeds, he should act righteously, and not do shirk. Where we were expecting Allah to say, he should believe in Allah and not do shirk. He says he should act righteously and not do shirk, as if the opposite of shirk is what? Al-amal al-salih. Because al-amal al-salih is actually directly, it's literally the other side of the same coin of faith itself. To Allah, good deeds are not some separate entity, they're actually a manifestation of faith itself. An interesting other place about just the connection between faith and deeds, Allah says, فَلَا صَدَّقَ وَلَا صَلَّى He didn't accept the truth. He didn't confirm the truth, nor did he pray. Meaning, to Allah, the proof that he didn't accept the truth, meaning he didn't believe, is that he didn't pray. وَلَكِنْ كَذَّبَ وَتَوَلَّى In fact, he called it a lie and turned his back, meaning turned his back from the prayer. Similarly, Allah will say the, call the prayer. You know, the Muslims used to pray towards Jerusalem. And then Allah changed the direction towards the Makkah. And when He changed the direction towards Makkah, the Jewish community in Medina started making fun of some of the Muslims and said, oh, so all the other prayers you were praying in the wrong, towards the wrong address? You had the wrong GPS directions? Your app was, you know, just malfunctioning? I, I'm really skeptical about those apps, by the way. I was at the Haram, and I pulled out my Qibla app, and it was pointing in the other direction. So <laughs> I was like, uh... <laughs> But anyway, they made fun of them. You're praying towards, you know, all those prayers, you were praying in the wrong direction. They didn't count. And Allah Azza wa Jalla says, you know, about Himself, that Allah will not let your faith go to waste. The conversation wasn't about the faith going to waste. The conversation was about prayers, deeds going to waste. But Allah called it your faith going to waste. So to Allah, our deeds are actually the manifestation of our faith itself. They're not two separate things. By the way, that connection between those two is for Allah, not for people. I remind you, when, I, when we talk about things from the Qur'an, we're talking about how Allah judges things, not how you and I judge others. If anything, these formula that I'm sharing with you are there for you to judge who? Yourself. Nobody else. Somebody else doesn't pray, you don't say, oh, well, Qur'an says faith in action, you kafir. No, you don't, no. That's not what Allah gave us license to do. That is not what Allah gave us license to do. This, you know, there's the legal side of it, and there's the spiritual side of it. And the spiritual side is only for our own selves. Similarly, Allah says, Whoever were to disbelieve, then the liability of disbelief is only going to hurt them. And whoever does good things, then it's for their own benefit. Wait, what's being contrasted? Disbelief with good deeds. As opposed to disbelief versus belief. Like, قُلِ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ فَمَنْ شَاءَ فَلْيُؤْمِنْ وَمَنْ شَاءَ فَلْيَكْفُرْ 
Like it's usually belief, disbelief, shirk or belief. But here you have, if you want to disbelieve, then that's going to hurt you, nobody else. And if you want to do good deeds, it's only going to benefit you. They're only extending a good road for themselves. So that's one, one of the other things I wanted to highlight to you before we start today with وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ and وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ is as if Allah when He says الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ He's actually describing the inner and the outer of the same thing. You know, this, this you know how they say, you know, um, this fruit is from that tree. They're, they're, they're byproduct. It's a byproduct, necessarily a byproduct. And that's what this is. By the end of the surah, inshallah, I'll share the logical connection between them, not just the textual one. Like this is how Allah describes the textual relationship between these things. But even it's, it's common sense. And we'll see that at the end, inshallah. <laughs>